Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries, or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What, look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You, you want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a thousand at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. NWRetention.com, that's NWRetention.com. Use the promo code JESSE, get you 10% off. Georgia. All eyes of the nation are about to be on Georgia. It's like the Civil War all over again. We're going to talk about what's happening tonight on I'm Right. I had a buddy one time. Well, I still have him as a buddy. Not going to say who it is, although he's definitely going to watch this show and cringe knowing I talked about him. And he opened a little restaurant. Nothing big, nothing fancy. Guy's not made of money. It was a little restaurant in this little strip mall. And he was selling burgers. That's all it was. Cheeseburger, fries, basic type place. You can get a couple side items. You know, grilled cheese for the kiddos, that kind of thing. But it was, it was a burger joint. Little, little greasy spoon burger joint. He opens it up. Nobody comes. Nobody comes. And the guy had to take a loan to open this thing up. And he calls me in because everybody knows I'm the food ordering expert. And he just asks me, he says, what do you think? What do you think I'm doing wrong? And I look at the guy's got a great looking sign, good signage from the road. Staffed appears to be in order. I don't know whether they were all morons or not, but the order, the thing I ordered was right. They certainly looked presentable. Place looked like it was switched on. Place was clean. I get my order. 
again, one they didn't screw up. Couple little, couple little here's and there's. You know, extra cheese. I'm an American. I get my burger, and the bun sucks. The bun sucks. And I go to my buddy and I tell him, "Yeah, hey, um, burger was all right. You're a burger joint. You got to have better buns, man. You're a burger joint. You're not a place that just serves anything. You got to have better buns." And he gave me some long song and dance about why he couldn't do better buns, about how he already cut a deal with this baker and he has to uphold this deal. And hey, these are the buns he's going to use. He's only going to use these buns. And I said, all right, that's fine. And what did he do from there? He actually took out another loan, decided he was going to ramp up the advertising, did this whole online advertising campaign. He's advertising here. He's advertising there. Traffic picks up for about a week and then dies again. Nothing. Because nobody's coming back. And he comes back to me again, and he says, Jesse, again, I'm struggling with this thing. What do you think I'm doing wrong? I told him, you're in the restaurant business, and your food sucks. There is nothing else that matters. I don't care if it's fireworks and dancing girls or the prettiest sign in the world and everybody gets a free Lamborghini. Nobody's coming to the restaurant to eat if the food sucks. He made the mistake you've made and I've made 10,000 times in this life. We focus on the stars. I want a TV commercial. We focus on the things that look good, the sexy things. We don't focus on the important things. We don't. You and I are wrapped up right now, and I am just as guilty as you are. Believe me, I'm not pointing fingers. We're wrapped up right now in what? In, In what? Politically. Presidential election, of course, right? It's Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Is there fraud? How much fraud? Were there illegal votes? Were there 20 million illegal votes? Were there five illegal votes? We have sworn affidavits. We have have this. We have Donald Trump flamethrowing everybody on Twitter. It's anarchy out there right now. Joe Biden calling himself president-elect. He's not. He's already got a transition team. What's actually happening with the presidential race? You know, we really need the Senate really, really, really bad. I'll defend Donald Trump's presidency to I'm blue in the face because it was a great four years, but you know one of the main things people will bring up when it comes to Trump's presidency is what? The judges. Well, look at the judges. Remade the judiciary. Oh, but we have this percentage of the judiciary now because of Trump, because of Trump, because of Trump. And yes, that doesn't happen without Donald Trump, but I've got news for you. We have a great conservative firewall in the judiciary, not because of Donald Trump, but because we had the United States Senate who was churning through judges the way Chick-fil-A churns through chicken sandwiches over and over and over and over again. And that, those judges we got over the last four years, people dismiss it now, you know when you're going to appreciate them? When these left-wing psychopaths start trying to pass laws that are blatantly unconstitutional, and we have judges starting to shoot them down. Then you'll look back and you'll think, wow, the Senate was what mattered. The United States Senate might be, might be more critical than winning the presidential race. And guess what? We have two brand new Senate races coming up. You see, these Georgia races are weird. We now have another election going on in Georgia. Another election going on in Georgia. And it's a weird state in that their Senate races aren't staggered. Most states Senate or most states stagger. That's difficult to do. I just did it on television, not to, not to brag or anything like that. Most states stagger their Senate races so they come in different years. Georgia's same year. This is happening now. Two seats in the United States Senate that will determine control of the United States Senate. It's not something. It's everything right now. So yeah, you and I can care and will care, and I'll continue to update you on all this Biden stuff, all this Trump stuff. But remember, remember, if there was voter fraud in the Trump election, if that happened, and clearly there were some, we don't know how much, we're trying to work that out, but if there was, you know where it came from? It didn't come from Washington, D.C. It came from winning lower elections. 
Democrats block and tackle better than Republicans do. It's not hard to get you and I to care about the presidency. We've got a Trump signs and a Trump flags and it's a MAGA rally, baby. What? Secretary of State? What's that? We have to stop that. Georgia, all eyes better be on it right now because it's everything and Democrats know it's everything. You got scumbags like Chuck Schumer. He's out there talking about it. Now we take Georgia, and then we change the world. Yeah! I'm sorry, can you repeat that, Mr. Schumer? Now we take Georgia, and then we change America. I love that. And my favorite part about that video is he didn't have the mask on and said it, and then clearly that guy beside him was like, Chuck, you've been out there lecturing everybody about masks. Could you put this on before the camera gets over there? And the camera gets over, and he's putting it on, and then it's all muffled, and you can't hear him. <laughs> But Democrats have been focusing on these races. It's time for us to, too. And Tom Cotton, be interested to see what Tom Cotton does in the future. Tom Cotton knows it's important. China has been rooting for Joe Biden throughout this campaign because Joe Biden has a 48-year history of selling out American workers and American jobs to China to say nothing of his son's shady dealings in China. So that's another, another reason why we need to elect David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler, who have been tough on the Chinese Communist Party from the very beginning. That's quite an endorsement. And we do. We do. And believe me, I am not one of these people who is here to tell you that David Perdue and Kelly Leffler are the second coming of Barry Goldwater and, and Thomas Jefferson rolled into one. I'm not. They may be perfect. They may not. I'm not doing that right now. But we cannot allow the Senate Democrats to take control or Joe Biden's agenda is going to breeze through because Democrats still have the House and it looks like they're going to have the presidency. And in case you're wondering what we're worried about. AOC, you can laugh at her all she wants. Just because she has the IQ of a bar of soap doesn't mean she doesn't have power. She does. Well, I'm going to be spending my next couple of months doing everything that I can to extend help and um, offer support to the work of, of fantastic leaders that we just heard from, like Stacey Abrams, to make sure that we don't have a Republican Senate majority, that we win these races in Georgia, that we secure a, a Democratic a Senate majority so that we don't have to um, negotiate in that ways. And so, you know, these Senate runoff races, they're on January 5th. Fifth, I believe, and it's that is right around the time that um, that we would be preparing to swear in uh, now President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, and I think it's really important that we all work very hard to give them a Democratic Senate as well. Leave it to AOC to say the quiet part out loud, so we don't have to negotiate. That is what's on the line here. Are we going to get perfection over the next four years? Uh, no. To put it mildly, no. We'll work our way through it. Don't worry about that. But it's a lot better than letting them have everything. The last time they had everything, we got Obamacare. Remember that. Ted Cruz, I'm glad he's on board. If we have a Chuck Schumer Senate and a Joe Biden presidency, they will pack the U.S. Supreme Court. They will end the filibuster. They will pass massive tax increases. They will pass the Green New Deal, destroying millions of jobs. If we have a Republican Senate, none of that happens. Yeah. Hopefully Joe Biden does not prevail at the end of this. But if you want to check on Joe yeah. Biden, if you don't want to go over the, the edge to the socialist abyss, Georgia is, is, is the big enchilada. I'm going to be there. And, and, and everyone who wants to Understood. see some semblance okay. of calm and reason and sanity, Georgia's the battle where that's going to be determined. There you go. And look, remember this. Isn't it weird? Do you remember back to all the crazy George Floyd protest stuff, all the uh, Antifa Black Lives Matter stuff, and they kept busting these people, people who were doing terrible things, people firebombing cop cars, murdering people. And the people who were connected to politicians were all connected to Democrat politicians. The Democrat political party has a really, really ugly history and people seem to forget about that. You seem to forget about the radicals who are running in Georgia. I thought Rubio laid this out pretty well. Where, and that's where I'm reminded of Senator Lockwood's opponent. Okay, the true story. The true story. He, 25 years ago, he was a pastor at a church in New York. 
Then invited Fidel Castro to speak. And, and I want you to go on C-SPAN. It's there on the website, and you'll find the video. It's there. They cheered him wildly that the speech, first he attacked America throughout the speech. There were people chanting, we wish we had you instead of Mayor Giuliani. And then he ended the speech, Fidel ended the speech by leading a singing of the hymn, you know, which is the hymn of global socialism, I don't know, international or something. I don't know the words to it. <laughs> Think about that. Now, you know, 25 years later, the, the, one of the pastors of the church wants to be the U.S. Senator from Georgia. So, I, all that reminds me of is this. It's true. To be fair, not all Democrats are socialists. But all the socialists are Democrats. All that may make you uncomfortable. But I'm right. Now, I know you're anxious. I know you're stressed out. I know you're possibly not sleeping. Allow me to caution you on something, and believe me, I'm the last one in the world to lecture anybody on their health and what they put in their body. I just inhaled a fried chicken taco right before this show. I'm not making that up. But we need more natural things, more natural solutions for the things that plague us. Not just joint pain, things like that, but for anxiety, for sleeplessness. We need natural solutions. I love Doctors Trusted CBD because they provide me with natural solutions. It doesn't matter what you need. They have products there for you. Muscle cream, I've lip balm, full spectrum CBD that's tested. Every batch is tested. Because Doctors Trusted CBD has been doing natural medicine since 1999. Go to DoctorsTrustedCBD.com, use the promo code JESSE, that gets you 10% off your order. DoctorsTrustedCBD.com, promo code JESSE. We'll be back. Joining me now, Scott Hounsel. He was so awesome last time. He is the polling expert at redstate.com. Scott, we are kind of focusing on Georgia tonight, and kind of is meaning we're laser-focused on Georgia because I don't know squat about it. I'm weirded out that the state is all of a sudden apparently purple. Why don't we start there? Why is Georgia purple? Well, my latest piece over at Red State that I wrote this morning, I've been doing a series called... Um, called talking about uh, the election results called excuse me while I call BS and it has different states and I went over Georgia this morning and found that uh, even if you assigned every single new registered voter in certain counties to Democrats that means that Republicans picked up no additional voters they still increased their turnouts in uh, like four counties uh, by uh, like a hundred and thirty thousand votes uh, so it's kind of hard to believe that this sort of turnout occurred in the presidential election. Really don't think that that's going to cross over to a special election, uh, especially in the fact that there's not Trump on the ballot to drive these people out there. Uh, so that's the first place I would start with is looking at these people that turned out that likely won't turn out in the Senate election. Okay, and what do we think about these numbers, Scott? And I, you can be frank here. I, I've been I've been very open on my show. Clearly, there's some fraud because there's fraud in every election. What I don't know is how much. I don't know if it affected the election. I'm dying to get all the real information I can out there. So I'm not asking you to you know present facts you don't know. What do you think about those numbers? Do you look at those numbers and think, well, that was a lot of mail-in voting? Do you look at those numbers and think there's something dirty going on here? Or what's the problem in Georgia? So in, in Georgia, this is going back to the fact these these uh, trends that you see happening in Georgia, in Gwinnett, Cobb, Fulton, and DeKalb County, all these counties, uh, or these four counties in particular, we, we saw these huge jumps in. But I, again, can't explain them outside of these counties. They didn't occur anywhere else. Uh, and again, that we're talking about 120, 130,000 votes in just these four counties that flipped all of a sudden uh, even, and then, by the way, this is not accounting for all the new voters. We've already assigned all new voters to Democrats in these counties, just as just as a, as an exercise. And they still scored uh, 120,000 votes 
over in these four counties. So again, uh, there's certain counties where I'm looking at this data going, it doesn't make sense. Uh, so in, in a state like Michigan, where uh, Biden has like 149,000 vote lead, I really don't think we're going to find 139,000 or 149,000, 150, 160,000 votes of fraud in that state. However, in states like Georgia, where Biden has a 14,000 vote lead, in, Mich in Wisconsin, where Biden has a 20,000 vote lead, in, uh, in uh, Arizona, where there's 12,000 votes, these are states where you could say that fraud or fraudulent actions could eventually be removed from those ballot counts and flipped. The thing that you'll need to look at is the legal challenges in the other states like Michigan and Pennsylvania that may wholesale invalidate large sections of ballots. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because you're exactly the man who talk about this. We're, we've, we've been talking about the potential fraud in other states and what you'll hear the argument about. And it may be true. I don't know. Is Biden so far ahead? None of this stuff matters because you can only invalidate a few. Is that real or is there a chance they look at, well, all these ballots have to go and what these ballots have to go. And soon you're at the number that he's ahead. So in in Pennsylvania, for instance, there was several um legal decisions that were made, two in particular, one by a federal court, one by the by Supreme Court of the United States, that stated that they had to separate the ballots that came in after 8 p.m. on election day. So if you look at that information, you say, okay, well, we've got to remove those ballots from it. Well, the problem is, is they didn't separate them. And now they've also separated these ballots from the envelopes that they came back to the county counting facilities from the ballots. So there's no way of determining when they were returned either. So now we've got a, a basically a, a bunch of invalid ballots that will maybe shuffled in with, uh, with valid ballots. And so where does the Supreme Court draw the line? Where do they say no more for these, for these ballots, these ballots stay, these ballots go? It's really hard to make that determination. I'm, I'm dying to know though, what, what is the recourse then? Okay, you have the highest court in the land say, don't separate these ballots. And Pennsylvania, either maliciously or otherwise, says, ah, go screw yourself. I'm going to separate them anyway. And, or, 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 or I'm separating them and I'm mixing them all in. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Supreme Court says separate the ballots. Pennsylvania says screw off and mixes them all in anyway. What can now be done? I'm, to me, that sounds so big if we're talking about hundreds of thousands of ballots. You've got to redo the Pennsylvania election. Well, ignoring a judge's order in any other state, even a county court, is going to land you a contempt charge that could allegedly potentially behind behind bars. Do I think that Josh Shapiro or or uh, Kathy Bokvar or Bukvar are going to end up in jail? I don't necessarily think so, but I do think that there'll be a lot of problems coming from the Supreme Court regarding their ignoring of their of the order. All right, polling. We all know you're the polling expert. Polling was famously, once again, surprise, surprise, off all over the country. But for our, our task at hand tonight, was it off in Georgia? What do we know about these two elections coming up here? Do the Republicans have a slight advantage, slight disadvantage? What are we looking at? So in the Senate, in the Senate race, again, the issue that you're having is the information distribution from the left to their voters. I don't think with Trump not on the ballot that they're going to be able to uh, drive the voters out in the same number. I think that they're all going to go and celebrate. Oh, we won. No reason to have Trump back. At, you know, Trump's not there. No reason to show up. Uh, I don't think, like I said, that they're going to show up. And again, all we're talking about is like at this point, 14 or 15,000 voters. So we're not talking about a huge number that doesn't need to show up. Uh, you know, we, we're talking about a very significant, insignificant portion of the uh, the Georgia Democrat electorate. Again, again, going back to these four counties, we're talking about 120,000 people that showed up above population growth. And do, are they really going to show up if Trump's on the ballot? I just don't think so. I don't think the message carries there. I think especially when you're going to have the outright socialists that are going to be campaigning. You're going to see AOC there. You're going to see Elon and Omar. You're going to see Barry, uh, Bernie Sanders out there. Uh, these people showing up are not going to, they're not going to win over the, the Georgia moderate Dems. And I think that you're going to yeah, find, uh, you're going to find that, that vote swing back in favor of the Republicans. 
Yeah, but why would the Democrat be candidates be so stupid as to let them come? I mean, surely they would be smart enough to get on the horn and be, Bernie, AOC, I love you. We'll grab a beer in, in D.C., but please do not come down here. Are they that dumb? Are they that naive? Uh, I'd like you to. I'd like to ask you a, a kind of a rhetorical question, and that is, when has AOC ever listened to D, D, DNC leadership? <laughs> when is when has Elon Omar That's ever carried point. party water? So I, I just I, I don't see I don't see that they're going to. Oh, you told us not to come. No, they're going to be out there because again, if they win, who wants to take credit? The moderate Dems. Hey, we kept the we kept the the socialists out of here, and we won. Or the socialists to say, look, we won because we were there. Look what we did. So I don't think that they're going to be able to hold them back and out. I think that they would, behind closed doors, ask them to not show up. But I don't think that they're going to listen. Okay, so you think no, and I don't disagree. You say no Trump drives down voter turnout. You're not going to have as many ticked off Democrats trying to get Trump out of office there. Is your gut feeling we have a good chance here? You think we're going to split the ticket maybe? I, again, I think I keep going back to the fact that I don't see this giant number showing up. Now, there was a lot of bullet voting for Biden in Georgia. That is something, a bullet voting is, bullet voting is one vote. So they voted for Biden and left the down ticket blank uh, in, in, these, in these particular uh, counties that I'm referring to. Uh, those counties, again, I don't see that turnout matching it, but I don't know how much of that turnout was bullet, valid, bullet voting. And if it is bullet voting, that is a, an issue for the Georgia Senate, Georgia, Georgia Senate candidates. Okay, I've, I've heard a lot about this bullet voting over the past week, as I'm sure many people have. We hear about the vast quantity of ballots that were filled out with only Joe Biden's name and nobody else. I don't want to be, ridic I don't want to be ridiculous. Is that the norm, or did what we see here was it very much abnormal? It's it's very abnormal. You'll see you'll see some bullet voting that goes on, but not in the quantity that you see. We're talking about 2.4 million bullet ballots across the country. I mean, that's an insanely high number. And again, to say that people show up and vote one candidate and then leave the rest, could you imagine being a down ticket Democrat candidate at this point, and how much? frustration and anger you have with the top of ticket with Joe Biden and the rest of the DNC that they didn't carry the rest of this vote through Republicans stomped on election night I mean if you think about the house seats they picked up the senate seats they picked up about the only thing that we lost was potentially and again still still to be found the only thing that we may have lost is the white house everything else we own so again I don't understand uh, these these down ticket Races would be would be incensed. I think that that also affects their help in the Senate races because why should they go help the D the DNC or the you know the DCCC uh, to go out and try to 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 win this seat these seats in 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 uh, Georgia when they didn't get the same help from them during the general election. Scott Hounsel, go read his stuff at RedState.com. Appreciate you, my man. Hey, thanks so much for having me. You know, cybercrime is not something that just happens in the future or to other people, right? Let's be honest. To be honest, you're online. You are on the internet. You have it at your house. You have it on your phone. Your kids are on it with their tablets sitting there ignoring you at night. I know. I got two of my own. I know. You have to have home title lock because all the thieves are online too. You have to start thinking about crime in a new way. Your home title is very likely your biggest financial vulnerability. And unless you have home title lock, it's just hanging out there. You're just going to bed every night, fingers crossed, praying to God that they don't find it. Because if they find it, you're finished. They're going to steal it. They're going to forge your signature on it, take a loan out against it. And you're either going to pay that loan back, not your insurance, you. You're either going to pay that loan back or you're going to pay tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees. Or you're going to get evicted from your house. That's happening too. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and sign up. Use the promo code RADIO. That gets you 30 days of free protection. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. We'll be back.
Joining me now, he's the host of the 13-minute news hour. He's also a PhD and a Republican strategist. So basically, we just need to talk to him all night long. Bobby Eberly, Bobby, Georgia. Uh, now, I think of Georgia right. as the South. Like I think of it like Alabama and Mississippi and South Carolina. I, I almost moved there. I love Georgia. They have the banana pudding and the Nilla wafers and everything else. And I right. think of it as red. It is clearly not that red anymore. Why? Yeah, it's been it's amazing what has happened in just this last two years. I believe Stacey Abrams lost by some 50,000 votes, even though she says, you know, she's still won. You know, she's just not <laughs> holding office right now. But they saw the internals of this is the state that we need to focus our money on, focus our ground game. And it has come down to this. I mean, this is a serious state that's in play. The rest of the blue wave as you know, it just totally fizzled. It didn't do anything at all. But I'm um, on both the House and the Senate. But Georgia, man, it all comes down to this. We're going to have a recount at the presidential level. But these runoffs right there are going to tell a story. Okay. Are these New York people moving to Atlanta? Is that what this is, Bobby? Is it Because well, it doesn't make sense that Georgia would just be... I mean, look, geography often tells the tale. You have these blood-red right. states all around it, and all of a sudden there's a big blob of purple. Why? Yeah, exactly. Well, here I am. I'm in Houston. I'm in Texas. And we see this all the time. I mean, you've got these huge, you know, monstrous tax rates in New York, monstrous tax rates in California... These people want to leave. They are fleeing these states. And we'll see that when the census comes around, how Texas gains, other states gain. Those guys are going to lose congressional seats. But yet they bring they bring their values with them. And this is just what's so frustrating is like there's a reason you guys left those states. If you're going to come to Texas, if you're going to come to Georgia, then, hey, fall in line with the conservative values of those states and don't try and change it. Because what we've seen going on in Georgia during this race is just it's just mind-blowing but some of that is that shift in demographics and we've got to address that going forward but also i just think it's the the democrats saw what happened with stacy abrams they got excited so they put more money into this and they shifted this through this influence plus you had the two senate races which you know normally doesn't happen in a one particular state so it all's coming together. But yeah, it's definitely some of this up north influence, without a doubt. Bobby, what do we know about the two? We'll, we'll deal with the Demo Democrats in a second. What do we actually know about Purdue and Loeffler? Are, are, are these bloodthirsty right-wingers? Are they kind of squishy moderates? Look, we're rooting for them anyway because we have to have it. But what kind of Republicans right. are we dealing with here? Yeah, I think what you're dealing with is the business types, you know, those that come up, Loeffler okay. especially, you know, came up with the co contributions and, and entrepreneur and tech and, you know, got appointed. This is the reason for your audience that we have two Senate races. Uh, Purdue is the one who's actually up. His six-year term is up. He's running for re-election. Almost made it through without having to do this runoff that he's going to have against Ossoff in January. Loeffler's a different story. This was Johnny Isaacson's seat, who just this past December stepped down, and she was appointed to fill the seat. Well, so that was an appointment. Now you have to have an election, and that's why everyone came out of the woodwork for a special election and why she's going into the runoff. But these, I would not call them flamethrowers at all. They are just kind of your, your garden variety Republicans. We want to support them. We definitely need to keep that balance in the Senate, but that's kind of where they fall. Okay, so why the runoff? I know people get confused. I mean, look, we don't have that here in Texas, at least nothing right. like this. Why? Explain what this whole runoff thing is. Yeah, so what they have in Georgia, and it, this does not count for the president, the presidential election, that's a federal, you know, nationwide, that doesn't have a runoff. So if you've got President Trump, you know, maybe with this recount, he has 49.9% of the vote to 498 it's done. You know, the, the only reason Georgia hasn't been called right now is because they've just authorized a total recount. They are going to recount the presidential race. So we don't know what's going on there. Everyone else, though, they have to win by the 50% plus one. And if you don't, the top two go into a runoff. And like I said, Purdue was holding on above 50%, right around 50% for most of election day. And then as those Atlanta votes came in, it dropped him down, and he's in a rub. Loeffler's a different story. She was destined for...
for the runoff regardless, because again, that was a special election. You have Doug Collins, a representative, a Republican representative, who you know got so much exposure during the impeachment side, the House side, uh, speaking out, being very vocal for President Trump. He was in that race, this special election. So it was going to split with Loeffler and Collins. And then you have Warnock, the Democrat, the leading Democrat. Those were the top three vote getters. So there was pretty much no way that Loeffler was going to come out without having a runoff. And so now it's her versus Warnock, the Democrat. And that's January 5th as well. Warnock, this Democrat, and we could sit us off for aside for a second, but Warnock, this Democrat, this dude is straight out of the Jeremiah Wright category. This dude is completely radical. I assumed that Georgia kind of going purple would mean you'd get a more moderate Democrat and a more moderate Republican. That's fairly normal. This guy's a nut job. Right. And, and Jesse, this is what is so just mind-blowing about Georgia. Even think back to two years ago, Stacey Abrams, I mean, she is probably one of the most progressive, you know, if she were a representative, she'd be a member of the squad. I mean, this is this is who they had as their Democrat nominee for governor. And this guy, Warnock, yeah, you're exactly right. He is progressive. He is for everything that you can think of. Green New Deal, you know, Medicare for all, every single thing like that, this guy is for. And he is just, he is out there, known progressive, Obama, you know, just right-hand type of guy. And I, I don't see how this kind of person gets elected in a state like Georgia. It's it's mind-blowing. He did have the Obama connections. He's spoken at events for Obama in the past, and the money just kind of funneled his way. Plus, he's been active statewide on these progressive causes. So he is not someone that's come out of nowhere. Uh, he has as far as elected office, but as far as being a progressive, just firebrand, he, he's out there, man. Bobby, Trump aside, because we're, we're still working on all that, Republicans right. did do very well. They did, they did very right. well, especially in the House. You're a Republican mm -hmm. strategist. Why did they do so well? Well, the I know Kevin really well. We came up for 20 years through young Republican ranks, and so I've kept in touch with him, and they've had a great ground game. This is the thing is that this whole blue wave was complete propaganda. I mean the Senate side and the House side. They identified races and they recruited the candidates. As you are gonna see, I mean, this is the largest class of female GOP representatives that we've ever had. We increased the turnout in the minority community as far as the candidates that we recruited. So that was one of the main reasons. Plus some of these districts that they were trying to hold onto were districts that went for President Trump. Maybe they weren't excited to come out in an off-year election in 2018, but what was very clear this time around is that President Trump being on the ballot certainly helped the Republicans down ballot, both on the Senate side and the House side. So you have a combination of Trump being on the top of the ticket, plus the organization and candidate recruitment identifying what goes, what sells the best, what message resonates and identifying with your district and finding the candidates that have the life experiences, the work experiences in those districts that relate better. And they just did a better job of recruitment and messaging and fundraising. They did a great job with that too. And it just it blew the blue wave away. I mean, we have gain of six. We have already some outstanding races still yet to call that we could possibly win. And yet the prediction was anywhere from 15 to 20 seat gain on the Democrat side, I understand. Fox News came out today and said, yeah, we we're kind of wrong on predicting gains for the Democrats, but we were right that they'd hold the House. Yet, I mean, whatever, they're predicting that these Democrat gains, which didn't materialize at all, I mean, we have gains, and a lot of it is that House infrastructure, candidate recruitment, and the leadership that, that really helped out. Bobby Everly, thank you, my man, appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're not done yet. Hang on. Joining me now with the National Diversity Coalition and, more importantly for our purposes tonight, businessman in Atlanta, Atlanta, which is in Georgia, 
Georgia, which now everybody in the country cares about, Bruce Lavelle. Bruce, when did Georgia become purple? I've been asking this all night long. I just don't think of it that way. I think of Georgia I, as the South, and I think of good barbecue and Bojangles and stuff like that. I don't think of Georgia as a purple state. Hey, listen, it's, thanks for having me, Jesse. It's a blessing and a curse for having a fast-paced, fast-growing city, uh, number one to do business in the country, largest airport in the world, Jesse. And I, there's a crane up on every corner. I mean, mixed-use developments, left and right, massive folks moving here. With that comes a lot of West Coast folks coming down here. Big movie production studios are put here. With that comes with some liberal ideology. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely purple, but it's not all of my purple life like Prince, the song. <laughs> you know? and I wish it was, but unfortunately, but yeah, yeah, it is contested uh, down here. We, we are in a, a recount. Uh, you saw the Secretary of State just did a press conference yesterday, so we're going to recount every ballot by hand. So, yes, uh, it's, it's a lot going on. That We call it Hot Atlanta, and obviously reasons in a lot of ways why they call it Hot Atlanta. But I wish it wasn't that we were the ones waiting for the tally and having all these uh, appearances of impropriety as it relates to our balloting process. Do we have an appearance of impropriety? I realize they're doing this what? recount now. I just assumed because Kemp was there and you had a Republican Secretary of State that Georgia was going to be fairly on the up and up. Are, Jesse, we, are we worried about Georgia? Jesse, I said this on your show and I've got there's tons of tape on me from day one, you know, when they were trying to push the Postal Service being the chief navigator of taking care of our precious ballots. And I said, you're opening yourself up for a disaster. And I say that out of my own business experience of losing very valuable things in the mail that are actually insured. Now I get my insurance form, but I'm like, my God, are we gonna put a precious ballot of 50 cents in the mail and trust uh, a, you know, postal people, a regular Joe Blow people to pick up? And I, I knew there was gonna be a conflict, Jesse, watch this, because of the chain of custody. The chain of custody, how is it su being supervised? What authenticates the signature? Who mailed this? This person still live here. It's too many loose ends to have this type of agreement. And you see what we're going through. Look at Pennsylvania. You saw the, uh, the judge rule today about cutting those ballots off on that date saying these, we're not gonna honor these. So um, I hate to say that we're gonna be a, a replay of 2000 when the Gore Bush, I was there uh, sitting there nail biting my teeth and you saw that election was de uh, decided in Florida in 2000 for George W. Bush. So um, stay tuned as we dig up more and more across the state and uh, you see the Dominion uh, software is being in question and how it flips votes up in Michigan. So um, listen, this is, uh, this is not just the president of the United States. This is the institution of, our, of America. Uh, Jesse, with my background here in Atlanta and my family's from civil rights background of being water hosed and dogged, Jesse, just to get to the poll. So here we go again. I feel like there's some more shenanigans because listen, remember the president got 12, 13% of the black vote. Since the highest since 1960. The Latino vote was in the 30s, Jesse, and then the Jewish Americans came in at 30. Look at the Native Americans. So how can you have 71 million votes, have double, double your minority vote historically, which Republicans never got that, and we're sitting here having this conversation, Jesse? Mm -hmm. yeah, Something to think about. Yeah. Bruce, going forward, these two senators, tell me about these two potential Republican senators, these two potential Democrat senators. We're trying to stay focused on them as much as humanly possible because it's all we can do anything about right now. All we can do is sit back and watch what's happening with Trump. What, what are we looking at? Are these Democrats as radical as they seem? Are these Republicans as okay as they seem? What, what am I, outline it for me. Well, we need David Perdue to be reelected and we need Kelly Loeffler okay. to be reelected. We do have some very liberal, liberal left competition, as I say, uh, Pastor Warnock and uh, John Ossoff. I know John, when I ran for Congress in 17, um, he brought 30 million and brought people from the West Coast and everywhere in for the sixth congressional district and got beat by Karen Handel. So um, he has a, he's the most liberal guy. And I, I don't know which one is more, they need to have a liberal meter, uh, Jesse, that kind of swings to the, <laughs> I think it hit full max on, on both of these guys, Warnock and Ossoff. But, you know, Georgia doesn't need this. This would be a travesty uh, to, to have these folks sit in these seats. 
Um, we, like I said, the numbers don't lie. We've had a tremendous growth. We had some good, uh, you know, tax cuts that the president implemented that helped all businesses, help America in general. Uh, David Perdue's done a tremendous job, and Kelly's done a great job on, uh, you know, defending the president. Not to mention doing what's best for Georgia. So, you know, it's, let's just look at it like this, Jess. If it ain't broke, let's don't fix it. And so, um, you know, I think the American people in Georgia, especially, are going to see that the record of David Perdue and Kelly Lawford. That's like, you know. Um, even the independents especially, they're going to like, you know, um, it, it is working. We are doing better. We didn't have the, the sanctions like poor New York and some of the California where they're just shutting down and these poor businesses are just like about to throw in the towel. I was in D.C. Uh, two weeks, a, a, a day before the election, and I went to eat at an eatery in, 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 in Arlington. And Jesse, they had the COVID inspectors undercover going inspecting doing surprise visits on poor restaurants jesse that were only operating 30 40 percent brother i mean i say that to say that we've had some great republican leadership here and we need david purdue and kelly reelected. and i don't see why in the world they would go to the far left and just go with these policies to make it harder for us Amen. Amen. Bruce Lavelle, everybody, thank you, my man. I appreciate you. I may yeah. be seeing you soon. I may just come down there and join you for this election. That's great. Well, we appreciate it, Jesse. Thank you. Thanks for having me. See you, man. He's right. Man, he is right. And it is, it is wild to think about when you think about this. How the, how the demographics of the country are possibly changing. How what we think about geographically, how that's possibly changing in the United States of America. Remember this, and I want you to remember, because people, people get confused about this. Things change. Things swing back and forth. It was not that long ago. The state of Texas had a United States senator that was a Democrat, a governor that was a Democrat. You look at an election map from 30, 40 years ago, it looks radically different than an election map today. 30, 40 years from now, it's going to look radically different than it looks today. We always get caught up in this thing where we think where we are now is where we're going to stay, and that's not necessarily the case. And it would stink because I love the South so much. It would really, really stink to see this Southern firewall go away. But you heard, Bruce, these people, they're coming down to Atlanta. They're flooding into Atlanta from places that do not share Georgia's values. And now... Look at this. Now we have a runoff. Now we have a Senate. Two Senate seats could go either way. We'll be all over it. Keep your chin up. We will keep you informed. We'll be back. We got to focus on what's important now, on what we can actually do something about now. I'm as interested in the Trump-Biden stuff as you are. Obviously, we're going to keep talking about that. But I know we don't like to hear this. I know we're still going to do rallies and we're going to burn up the phones and do whatever we can, but it's out of our hands now. That's in the hands of the courts and the lawyers and those people. What we can do something about is Georgia. In the next four years of your life and my life politically looks radically different if Democrats have control of the Senate. Versus if we have control of the Senate, if we force them to come to heel at least a little, it's going to make all the difference in the world. So let's focus on Georgia. I might even, no promises yet, I might even go down to Georgia. We might have to do some things down in Georgia. I'll let you know. All right. Keep your chin up. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, right? You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Oh, that's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chews. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. 
Go to jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children, builds specifically adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information.